everybody. Good morning. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is episode number 662. It is Mailbox Monday. And today I'm going to kind of go through my inbox and do a bunch of flash answers to your questions. I've got a bunch of little questions sitting in the inbox that I thought, man, it's not really a full show. I thought, you know what? It would be a full show if I piled them up a little bit and answered them today. So if that's you and you've been wondering when we're going to get to your question, maybe today's the day. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So I love that you guys have joined me today for Mailbox Monday. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and for sharing it with your friends. It certainly is an encouragement to us and to uh, my staff who works very hard at getting this podcast out to you. If you guys want the notes, remember, you can always find the notes, the show notes for the podcast, links that I mentioned, things like that at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. And that is also where you will find information about upcoming events. Uh, I have two events coming up really quickly. The first one is coming up this week. My new book, my brand new book, Prayers for the Battlefield, officially releases tomorrow. If you have if you have uh, received the book, we would love it if you would leave a review for Prayers for the Battlefield, particularly over at Amazon, but you can also leave reviews at Barnes & Noble, at Books A Million, uh, at Goodreads, anywhere books are sold. This really helps get the book out there to other people. It'll kind of boost it in the ratings, and uh, we would love to see women get their hands on this book. It is a handbook for battle. Prayers for the Battlefield is really my heart's cry for a generation of mothers to say, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. The Lord of Heaven's armies is by your side. Speaking of the Lord of Heaven's armies, I am going to be traveling this week with my team to Houston. So Kay will be there. Uh, most of my staff actually is going to be there. My family will be there. We have an entire worship set planned for you. It is a one-day event, September the 22nd at Katie's First in Houston. You can still get tickets for that event. I'm telling you what, it's a day that's going to change your your life. Our theme is Miracle Worker, the life-changing power of following Jesus. And if you guys have been following me, especially for this last year, you walked through the miracle of what God did in the life of my nephew. And I've got a whole lot more stories for you to to just encourage you. We're going to dig deep into the Word of God. We're going to talk about what it means to have the life-changing power of the gospel influence you to the point where you want to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. So join me this Saturday, the 22nd of September for a one day event. It starts at nine o'clock in the morning. Doors will open at about 8.15. We'll have books for you, uh, study Bibles for you. We're gonna be digging deep into the word of God. We'll end at about five o'clock. So from about nine to five, we'll have lunch together. And uh, believe it or not, I won't have lunch when I'm there. I will spend my lunch answering your questions and encouraging you and praying with you as you get onto the battlefield. The theme for this year's MomStrong Conference is Miracle Worker, the Life-Changing Power of Following Jesus. So I can't wait to see you guys at Katie's First in Houston this Saturday. For those of you who are in the Pacific Northwest, I will be doing my MomStrong Conference at the Firmly Planted Family Homeschool Resource Center on Saturday, October 6th. Tickets are available for that right now. Bring your church, you guys. I'm telling you what, it's going to change your life. I cannot wait to see you. All right, let's dig in to some of these questions. I'm kind of giddy today, you guys. Uh, uh, launching a book is like having a baby in some in some respects. So you work and you work and you work at something, you develop an idea, and then you spend months writing it. Then you spend more months having it edited and 
sort of uh, massaged and sometimes torn apart a little bit. <laughs> and it comes back to you and you send it back. And I am thrilled with how Prayers for the Battlefield turned out. I can't wait for you guys uh, to get it in your mailboxes and get it in your hands and start learning to really pray the scriptures over the tough places of the battlefield because God wants you to experience victory. So I'm gonna go through a bunch of your letters today just really quickly in the time that we have and answer them. The first one comes from Shannon. So hey, Shannon, how are you, girl? She says, hey, Heidi. What is the name of the missionary stories you refer to that you read with your kids? I would love to read them with my kids. So Shannon, I'm going to I'm going to link back to them today in the uh, in the show notes. They are called uh they're from YWAM Youth with a Mission and they are the hero stories. So um, so the missionary stories, you you will love them. We've been reading them with our kids for over 20 years. And I believe that those books have really been instrumental in, in encouraging our children really to walk with the Lord. There's something powerful about reading stories of men and women who followed God with a reckless abandon and they trusted him. They trusted him. And so Shannon, you will love these books. They're YWAM missionary stories. I will link back to them. You can find them obviously on Amazon. Uh, I thought I'd give you a couple of stories to start with. So if you're brand new to the missionary story scene, these are a couple of my favorites. The first one, obviously, uh, George Mueller. Ding, ding, ding. You, you got to start there. You want to see a guy follow God and experience his hope and his healing and his power. George Mueller is the guy for you. Uh, and he has really impacted our family in a positive way. So George Mueller would be the first one that I would recommend to you. That probably, that one really got us uh, roped into reading these stories. So there's the series that I'm talking to are hero biographies. They're Christian heroes then and now. And I know your kids are going to be super encouraged. Another one that we really love is the story of Amy Carmichael. She was the rescuer of, they call her the rescuer of precious gems. Let me just read to you a little bit about from the back of her book. It says, Amy Carmichael stood on the deck of the steamer, waving goodbye once again to her old friend, Robert Wilson. How could she have known she would never see him or the British Isles again? Amy was certain God had called her to India. Indeed, India would be her home for the rest of her life. Amy Carmichael's life was one of simple, determined obedience to God, regardless of the consequences. Her service in India is a vivid example of the impact one person who will fear God and nothing else can have. Driven by love, Sustained by faith and determination, this young woman from Northern Ireland defied the cruel barriers of India's caste system. From 18, she lived from 1867 to 1951. Incredible. And I'm telling you what, the, um, it's a best-selling missionary biography series called Christian Heroes Then and Now, and they chronicle the exciting, challenging, and deeply touching true stories of ordinary men and women whose trust in God accomplished the extraordinary uh, for the kingdom. So an incredible opportunity for you. I just want to encourage you. So George Mueller, definitely. Amy Carmichael, high on my list. They're all really good. You can't go wrong. Corey Ten Boom, oh, for goodness sake, you got to read Corey Ten Boom to your kids. Uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, what an amazing story of following God. The Life of Elizabeth Elliot. I could go on and on and on. Jay and I have read with our kids almost every one of them. The uh, The last one I want to, ma uh, to mention to you is Gladys Allward. And you spell her last name A-Y-L-W-A-R-D. That one was also one of the very first ones we read. The first two that we read were George Mueller and Gladys Allward. 
And Gladys Allward is a, is a powerful story. The back of the book reads like this, without formal education or a missionary organization to back her, Gladys raised her own finances for the overland trip that would bring her to the country and people God had etched so deeply in her heart, China. What follows is an amazing adventure of faith and determination. Gladys Allward, a housemaid from England, dared to trust God in the face of dire and seemingly hopeless circumstances. Her amazing adventure of faith and determination is one of the truly great missionary stories of our era. So uh, she she actually had a movie made for her called The End of the Seventh Happiness with Ingrid Bergman. We watched that with our kids also. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. I can't recommend them enough. Christian Heroes Then and Now put out by YWAM Publishing. So thank you for that question. And uh, Shannon, I hope that encourages you. And I will link back to all that stuff in the show notes today. All right, I'm gonna have another question from Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how are you? She says, Heidi, I have one of the most cliched relationship questions, the mother-in-law. Ding, ding, ding. All right, I've heard you speak about Jay's mom with affection and refer to her as your mother in love. I desire this relationship with my husband's mom but with overbearing comments, criticism of parenting, and oversharing of her opinions in our life, I am hitting my breaking point. I have been reading Ruth and praying for her and about our relationship, but I am still in the pits of hurt feelings. Any tips or encouragement that you can give me? Thank you. All right. So Sarah, girl, first of all, we've been living together, uh, our family. My husband, we moved in with Jay's mom and dad. It's been nine years, a little over nine years. So we've been doing this, uh, the multi-generational living thing now for about 10 years. And it has not been without its its hard points. And I think if Jerry, if Jay's mom, if Jerry was here talking with me right now, she would be the first to say that. So I don't want to uh, come across as you know this family that lives together that never has struggles or arguments or anything. But you know what the Lord has taught me so much through my mother-in-law, and that is this. Every generation has something to offer. And I have been encouraged and blessed to live with my mother-in-law. And I really do call her my mom in love. I have tremendous respect for her. I I watched that woman uh, struggle. I've watched her come back to me and apologize there for setting an example for me, which I can then set for my children. You know, as I've said many times, uh, the psalmist Asaph in Psalm 78 has a multi-generational vision for parents. And I'm watching my mother-in-law, my uh, my sweet father-in-law passed away several years ago now. And so it's just mom here with us. And it's no small thing. You know, she could be living in a house that's quiet, but instead she's here with us and our house is never quiet. <laughs> she works almost full-time at the Homeschool Resource Center. She's the office manager there. And I think one of my one of my points of encouragement to those of you who struggle in family relationships is this. I wrote about this in Becoming Mom Strong. God is not finished with your story. Many of you know that I've had huge struggles in my family, and so I'm not unfamiliar with family struggles, but I believe particularly if you're living in just what sounds to me like a normal situation with an overbearing mother-in-law, first of all, I'm gonna encourage you to pray for her. And secondly, I'm gonna encourage you to set an example for your children of what it looks like to love unconditionally. That doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries. I think boundaries are very important. And we set those boundaries you know, after when some time has passed and we realize, okay, this is gonna be a breaking point or this is gonna be where I feel stretched beyond what I think I can handle. And so we set those boundaries, but then you know what, uh, Sarah, you can ask the Lord to give you 
um, fresh eyes to see your mother-in-law and pray for her. One of the things that I have been so blessed to do for the last nine years is to really pray for Jerry, for my mother-in-law, particularly when she lost her husband. And it has knit our hearts together. We have a thing that we do every night in our home. Well, when I'm when I'm not traveling, almost every night, uh, we we will set out appetizers. So Jerry and I love appetizers. So we put out cheese and olives and crackers. And lately we've been sort of into pickled beets. <laughs> I know some of you are like, ew, awful. I'm telling you what, don't knock it till you try it. Uh, and we'll, we just, we love to do that. We love to sit there and, you know, munch on appetizers while I cook dinner and talk about how the day has gone. And there have been some times when I'll come home from the office or I've had a long day or whatever, and I don't feel like talking or I know she doesn't feel like talking. And it's been a, a growing and a stretching thing for us to say, we're going to put down maybe what we thought we would want to do and do what we know is good for our children and for ourselves. And that's to live in community and relationship with each other. And you can't go wrong by doing that. So I'm not, for those of you who have truly abusive uh, relatives, uh, I'm not talking about that. So you, I wrote about that extensively in Becoming Mom Strong. And I do think that there's a time and a place to step back from relationship. But Sarah, it doesn't sound to me like you're there. It sounds to me like you're frustrated. And I just want to encourage you. I love that you're reading the book of Ruth. If your mother-in-law is a believer, then she has the opportunity to be influenced by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I would just be really praying for any opportunity that you can take to show her Jesus and to uh, let her know that you love her. And sometimes... uh that's hard to do, but I'll tell you what, you're setting an example right now for your children for how they are going to see you. So I want to just encourage you to do that. I think that God is in the business of restoration and I don't have time to share it today, but uh, my many of you have heard me tell the story of my dad and he is in what looks to me to be the final stages of a very serious um, deterioration of his muscles. And he moved in recently to my sister's property. So there's a whole bunch of my family now that lives out in this area. And so I've had opportunity to see him recently. And my he, when he moved in over there, so he's in a wheelchair full-time now. And most of you know that my dad and I have had a very difficult uh, relationship, had a very difficult growing up. My house was full of fear and anger and abuse. And, uh, and so, and there were many years, eight years about that I had no contact with my dad at all. And when he, when he moved uh, in with my, into my sister's property with his wife, my sister called and said, could you come and help us get dad's house ready? And so I said, sure, I'll, I'm happy to do that. So I came over there with my husband and our kids. Two of my sisters were there and their husbands, my mom and her new husband, not new husband, they've been married for a long time. My mom and her husband and my mother-in-love, Jerry, we were all over there. My dad couldn't do anything. In fact, he had to go to, to uh, the emergency room for something that day. So he went with his wife down to the hospital and the rest of us scrubbed the walls and the floors. Uh, I worked on cleaning out the oven and the refrigerators. We cleaned his bathroom. We got that house sparkling for him to move in. And I, at one point, I took a picture of my mom and her husband, of my mother-in-law, of my sisters working all of us together on my dad's house. If that is not a picture of redemption, I do not know what is. To see my mom and her husband scrubbing the walls of the house that my dad was going to move into, I looked at my husband with tears in my eyes and I said, God is writing an epilogue to the story of my life that has been so painful. And so hang in there, hang in there. Uh, some of you may be in a, in a position where you just, you're not having a relationship right now for whatever reason, but don't stop praying. God is in the business of restoration. And Sarah, I believe he wants to bring 
healing to your relationship and he wants it to be a joyful one. Why? Because uh, that's what God does. He heals, he heals us, he changes us. So uh, hang in there, pray for your mother-in-law, um, ask the Lord to give you his eyes for her and then wait and see what God will do. Uh, I think that God is in the business of healing. I hope that those of you who are listening to this are really getting a picture of what I believe God's heart is for families. And that is that we would be as family units, ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. And so that is really what we've tried to do as family, as a family over the years. Sometimes it's not gone well at all. And sometimes we've seen God do amazing things, but I think the net result is uh, a positive one, just seeing the Lord do an incredible thing in my family. So uh, I just want to encourage you about that. So thank you so much for that. The next question comes from Kelly. Kelly is writing me and she's got three kids who are um, upper teenage years and also a young one. And her question is basically a kind of an unbelieving husband. So she's saying she wants to know how she can teach scripture to her children because she wants her kids to know the Lord. And she said her husband's really been against God's word for so long that she hasn't taught them like she's wanted to because she believed it was obedience on her part her part to be silent and to be his help me, to give him reverence, to love him, which uh, Kelly, that sounds like legalism to me, which we can talk about on another, on another podcast. Uh, but she says, how can they know what his word says if they do not hear it regularly? I admit I have spoken scripture to them despite my husband's clear desire that no one do so. And I have prayed at them. Um, so as I'm getting down into here, she's, she's talking about just uh, a fear for her children's salvation. So it sounds to me like you grew up in a, in a legalistic, you have a legalistic background, um, and that you don't attend church because it causes, uh, unrest in your home. I get questions actually like this all the time. And can I just, I want to just say a couple of things to you, uh, Kelly, not just to you, but to anyone else who's listening to this, um, God's word clearly instructs parents to teach their children about the Lord. And you're in a tough position because of of your marriage. But you know what? God is not hindered by your situation. God is not hindered by it. And also, can I I just want to just off of your questions a little bit. I know that this wasn't what you talked. You're the there's nowhere in the Bible does it say that you're supposed to be silent. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you're not called women. Wives are not called to be doormats for Jesus, okay? They're not to be doormats for their husbands. The Bible says, uh, husbands, love your wives. Wives, respect your husbands. God created us, male and female. He knows how men and women are. Why? Because he created us. And so I think sometimes we we buy into this idea that women are supposed to be silent. They're supposed to you know, give their husbands reverence and never, never disagree with them. Uh, that's wrong. That's actually not God's heart for you. We're supposed to love and respect our husbands, and there's lots of lots of ways to do that. Um, but I think when we we get into this, I think we can become a victims. We sort of get this victim mentality. We wind up angry and lonely and sad and isolated. And I just want to encourage you: uh, that is not God's heart for you. I really don't believe, at least not what I read in the Bible. And so I'd encourage you: first of all, we start always start with prayer. Always, always, always. Um, and God hears your prayers. This is the theme of the MomStrong Conference this this year. We're going to be talking about this. Um, God hears your prayers. The theme for the MomStrong Conference this year is Miracle Worker, the life-changing power of following Jesus. And sweet friend, I have seen women in your situation um, whose husbands have come to a saving grace in Jesus Christ, who have come to know him through their wives' Uh, through the prayers of their wives. And so I don't want you to to uh, start arguing with your husband and 
you start causing strife in your home for the sake of it. But can I just encourage you, pray, 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 pray. Um, God wants to answer your prayers. He longs to answer. He, he's listening to you and he will answer your prayers. So pray for your husband and then pray for your children. Pray that they are exposed to God's word. Talk to your husband. Uh, I would just encourage you again, you know, as the Lord gives you opportunity, talk to your husband and tell him how this is hurting you and how it's breaking your heart and your deep belief that your children need to hear about the word of God. And if it causes strife in your home, when you realize this is going to bring more hurt than it is healing, then I just want to encourage you, rather than bring strife into your home, take a step back and leave it to the Lord. He hears your heart. He knows the situation that you're in. And he he is a he is a healer. I just got a letter the other day from a listener whose daughter has been living uh, in the homosexual lifestyle for a long time, and in fact, she got married to a woman. And she and her mom has been praying for her for many many years. And she wrote to me and said, "All of my prayers have been prayers that were steeped in tears." And I cried out to the Lord, "Father, please take the scales off of my daughter's eyes. Bring her back to you." And you know what? God did it. He did it. And she went to her mom just a few weeks ago and she said it was like scales had fallen off of her eyes. What what did that? The life-changing power of the word of God. She read through the book of Romans and she began to realize this is a daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And her mother claimed her for the Lord since she was young. Claim your children for the Lord. Pray for them. This is why I wrote Prayers for the Battlefield. There is power, Kelly, in your prayers. For every mom or every dad or every teenager who's listening to this right now, God loves you and there's power in prayer. And I just want to encourage you, the time that you spend in prayer is not wasted. God is listening. And so we pray for our children that they would come to a saving grace in Jesus. We pray for our unbelieving husbands that by our love and our actions, um, he might be uh, encouraged to seek out the Lord. God can do anything. And I don't know if you can, I hope you can hear the, the enthusiasm and excitement in my voice because I know the healer. I've met him. He has been working on my life for a long time. I've got a couple of other updates for y'all. And at some point, I will share them here. But there have been many things, even since I wrote Mom Strong, that I've been praying for healing over my life. And God is doing it. And he will do it in your life. So don't give up. Um, I have several other questions I want to get to, but I don't have time today. So we'll continue to answer them at Mailbox Monday. If you have a question you love to see addressed at the podcast, shoot me an email podcast at thebusymom.com, and we will get them answered in uh, as soon as we can. Like I said, when you guys send me a question, um, if you want them addressed on the podcast, I'm probably not going to address really specific questions. I'm going to address a question that I think would be an encouragement to the listeners as a whole. So just keep that in mind uh, as you write. I love getting your emails. Our staff prays over every single one of them. If you guys have not joined me at MomStrong International, we are doing a Bible study series over there right now called Born on a Battlefield, Shepherding and Sheltering Your Children in a Time of War. You can download it. It's just $8 a month. It's a fantastic way to support this ministry and grow stronger in your walk with the Lord. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, it would greatly bless us if you would leave a review for it, leave it a, a rating, and that helps boost it up in the ratings at iTunes and get it out to more people. Hey, I wanna say thank you for listening. This is one of my favorite days here at Mailbox Monday. It's hard for me to keep it to 20 minutes and I'm pretty sure I went over today. 
Yes, I did. I went five minutes over. (laughs) So uh, I love your questions. Keep them coming. We're praying for you. Join us over at the forums at MomStrong International. You can interact with other women there and pray for each other. You can join a MomStrong group that meets in your area. Find them over at MomStrongInternational.com. And if you've got any questions at all, leave them on the forums there or shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. Have a great day, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.